0: Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show. Ad free over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Russian Doll Season 2 is out now on Netflix. Came out, released on 420. A great day to get into this very surreal, mind-bending type of a movie. First season of Russian Doll. Very much like a Groundhog Day type of a situation where Natasha Leone, one of the creators of the show, um, her character, every time she would die, she would start over again in the same bathroom in the same kind of trippy door. She later runs into another guy, Alan, who is basically living a similar life where they're both dying and reliving the same day. And at the end of the season, as a way to... Uh, break this curse or whatever it was uh, was them having to help each other Uh, them coming together to help each other was what uh, got them out of this situation so very interesting and interested to see what happens in the second season whereas I saw this first season reminded me a lot of Groundhog Day that kind of repeating day that time loop Uh, this season Reminded me a lot more of Quantum Leap, uh, which is a movie where this guy would travel in time into the past, uh, and and be leap into a, a person's body, and his job would to be chained to to change something in that person's life in order to change the past and make things right, and then he would jump into another body. Uh, this season is similar to that so instead of these characters instead of natasha leone's character jumping into her own body she starts jumping into and living in uh the bodies of her mom and of her grandma which opens the show up quite a bit i would say uh makes the show adds a, a, a more of a complexity to the show and there are a lot of layers, I would say, to this season two. A lot of layers. Like, this show in general, This, despite how stylish it is, despite the storytelling way it's telling these stories, is dealing with the idea of trauma and fixing trauma. And fixing trauma that is, like, passed down through a family, and how the, the trauma of generations past has trickled down to affect the person you are today. Uh, whether it be epigenetics, the idea of epigenetics, or just the idea of trauma being kind of something that uh, people pass on. People that tend to be traumatized in certain ways tend to gravitate towards that type of trauma in the future. Um, so not only within the lifespan of a single life, trying to fix that trauma, but also traveling into the generations of the family itself. So I appreciate that. Like to add, because there's this big storyline throughout this, this thing where uh, Natasha's character, whose name is uh, Nadia, um, she takes the subway And on the subway, she's transported into 1982, uh, transported into her mom, which she doesn't find out till later. Like first, she just shows up in 1982 and she is she knows just to go along with the ride. She doesn't know what's happening, why life is throwing this craziness at her. But she knows to just go along with the ride. And why she's on this ride, she like steals. She's like with this guy, and they steal this, these, this gold, and she doesn't know anything. And then until she gets, there's a scene where she's in the bathroom, and she looks up in the mirror, and she sees her mom. She sees the reflection of herself uh, is now her mom, who is Chloe Savani who played her mom in the the first season. Just a small bit. There's a small bit where there's a flashback and you got to see a little bit of Nadia as a child. This one deals quite a bit uh, with that. And not only that, because she's transported into her mom, she starts realizing why her mom is the way she is and also gets a taste of her mom's paranoid schizophrenia that she had and seeing how like how different the perspective is from somebody living with that disability um, as compared to somebody seeing it from the outside and understanding how out of control or how little control you have when you don't even know the reality around you is fake it's a it's crazy but there's this this thing where, where Nadia is trying to fix the past because there's this gold That her family was able to get when, you know, the Nazis invaded and her family had to leave. And uh, one of the only things they were able to do was was take this gold. And it's like this family that used to have everything before uh, the Nazis and then um, lost it all. And there's this like curse where this gold uh, keeps getting stolen from the family. Despite Nadia's attempts to fix it. But that's what she thinks it is. Her trying to fix it. And she's still friends with Alan. And we see Alan. Which is kind of weird. The one part of this show that doesn't work as well as the rest of it. And it's similar to season one. Is the Alan character. Like it takes a few episodes for the Alan character to show up in season one. And similarly... It takes a few episodes before we, I mean, Alan's present, but he doesn't really get anything to do until, like, episode four where we see him. He goes onto the subway, and then he becomes his, his grandma back in 1962 who is from Nigeria but is studying in, in Germany and is helping uh, and is in love with somebody who's then helping that person escape uh, across the wall across the Berlin wall and I enjoy Alan's char- it's just weird how it takes so many episodes before his character comes in and then not really tying in what his character has to do with the overall story um but I still like I appreciate it it's just it's just I, it's like the one aspect of the of this show, this crazy show that doesn't really feel like it fits within the narrative. Like it feels like something that could almost be cut out and it could just be about Nadia and her family um, and, and trying to fix this generational trauma, trying to fix this curse that keeps happening where this gold keeps uh, getting taken from them. TMF. So once again, go to inspiredisorder.com/tmfmerch and save ten percent when you use coupon code RTS TMF. And now back to our show. It's also like a show, like the themes of this episode of this season are not only like you know fixing generational trauma, how drama trauma can get passed down from generation to generation, but also the idea of spending your life trying to obsessed with money trying to trying to get this gold that you feel you deserve and spending your life following the money instead of spending your life enjoying the relationships you have because Nadia, in so much of this movie, in trying to fix the past, in trying to uh, make sure that this gold stays in the family, that so that she can end up with the gold in the future, she's so focused on that that she is not spending that time and that energy with the one person who's part of her family that's still around. In Ruth. And so much of this season is is that idea of spending your life enjoying the time you have with the people you love versus spending a life chasing money. And it's interesting that they're able to communicate that theme, that idea, along with the idea of trauma and trying to fix trauma But to tell those stories and to illustrate those themes in such a creative way, like a creative storytelling way in being able to, you know, exist in these people from your past in order to 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 like be taught. Like, to have to go through the trials and tribulations of those people to understand those people and the way they are to then understand yourself. It's like, it's all a big lesson for these characters. for I I think for Nadia specifically. I mean, yeah, for Alan as well. You know, sexually, Alan, I think, opens up a bit. I think he realizes that either he's gay or he's bi or whatever, but he, he understands that there's part of him that is very happy when he's in love with another man and that's like a storyline that could have been explored a little bit more as far as from Alan's perspective but you know I maybe there was just too many themes going on to like explore that side of it and maybe you know understanding your sexuality is You know, everybody, I think, depending on your your social circle, the culture you grew up in, I think that, and how powerful denial is, um, everybody kind of understands and comes into understanding who they are at different times. And uh, for him, uh, it seemed like, you know, for him to be able to go into uh, his grandma's body and have this uh, a relationship with this guy, you know, allowed him to open up and explore different realities and different ways of existing uh, in, in a way with a freedom that he wouldn't have had otherwise, with a freedom that he wouldn't have had in the normal time where he is s- under the impression that he's only attracted to women. Like, he's never been able to open up. And I think part of that as well, that reluctance to be open and maybe explore your sexuality is also cultural within the black community. uh, Because there tends to be a lot of other things that black communities have to deal with. And uh, homophobia and things like that tend to exist because, I'm probably for a lot of reasons, religious reasons, uh, just you know, one less thing to be persecuted for. Um, but I, you know, I appreciate, it. I appreciated all the different aspects of it, and it's crazy. I mean, you have this situation where Nadia is going back into the 80s, and it's just so crazy how, in the time where I was born, I was born in 1980, like Nadia's mom is like smoking cigarettes throughout the whole thing. She's doing drugs. She's drinking alcohol. It's, like, the way women and medicine, like, handled pregnancies and just general health not that long ago, 40 years ago, is crazy. It's crazy how far we've come in 40 years that, like, we know that, like, women who are pregnant pregnant shouldn't be smoking, you know, chain-smoking cigarettes, drinking hard alcohol, and snorting lines of blow off of a coffee table. Like, in, that, in the last 40 years, we realized maybe we shouldn't do that. Whereas 40 years ago, you could smoke cigarettes in a tube under the ground. You could smoke cigarettes in an airplane, in restaurants, in hospitals. You could just smoke cigarettes everywhere. Like this thing that causes cancer that's so unhealthy for people that aren't even the ones smoking it. And just 40 years. And we're going to see, hopefully, assuming things keep progressing in the, the correct direction. We're going to look back in the next 40 years. You know, when I'm 80 years old, I'll look back at the 2020s and be like, oh man, remember when florida was suing disney like they made up this whole thing that disney was like grooming people but then we found out that the republican party is just all they do is project all of the things all the 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 horrible things that they do they just project pr- have been projecting that on other people and how that all got uncovered and how like uh, all of the riots and things and the 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 complete crumbling of the united states and and capitalism and and the planet's just gone, and now we're in uh, this fictional, you know, 2062. And uh, how far we've come? I don't know. I It's going to be insane what happens in the next 40 years. But I enjoyed the show. Even though it took, like, I was really curious to see how they would come back i mean even in the first season the whole groundhog day type of time loop situation i enjoyed the fact that each time they would die and come back things would change and it got to a place where like reality is almost as if they were reliving every potential reality for every universe so in every single situation like there was just Between all the layers of the multiverse, there was a portal and she kept jumping between the same same spot. And now it's like, oh, they're jumping back into like uh, it's it's they extended the the science fiction of it all, uh, which I appreciate because it allowed them to kind of explore these big topics like generational trauma and epigenetics and and you know, the idea of, of what, what's more important, what you should focus your life on, what your energy should be put on. Also great to kind of illustrate just what life was like in all these different time periods. I really appreciate that. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts, and deals, You get access to the Ray Taylor Show, completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art. Ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspire Disorder Plus. So sign up today. Become a member. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com/plus slash plus and become an Inspired Disorder Plus member today. And there's a great scene where, as her mom, she's giving birth to herself. And then she, like, kidnaps herself and takes herself on the subway back to current day and because of that time starts folding in on itself and then it becomes similar to the first season where it gets really surreal so it still has those moments where it's almost doing the same thing as the first season but in such a different way i like the creativity involved in this show to to not only illustrate these ideas in this unique way but to like pull it off like such a crazy idea that like you could pull it off and it, it works is is insane, you know. It, it, like taking this idea and then there's aspects of like time travel that exist in the, the the storytelling of this this thing. There's there's all kinds of stuff. It's it's crazy. Um, let's see if there's anything else. Yeah, just this this show is so much about just and and it's it was it was Nadia's kind of mentality when she first found herself back in 1982 after riding that subway. She goes into a bar and she's talking to a guy and she's like, you know, when reality starts throwing this crazy stuff at you, you just got to go along for the ride and see what happens. And that's kind of the idea of this season, is to just kind of enjoy the ride you're on because there's nothing you can do to change it. I mean, you can change little things here and there, but what's happened in the past has happened in the past. You're not ever going to change it. As far as what success you're able to gain and the things you're able to do, so many things are out of your control. Like, there's this... There's some things that you have control over, but ultimately it's like so random life that you should focus more on trying to enjoy this ride rather than pretending like you have complete and utter control over it. Uh, so I appreciate that. And and appreciate the ride, enjoy the ride with the people that are on this ride with you. Right? This the show is trying to to alter your perspective in a way to make you focus on things that are actually important versus like this ideal perfection that you are striving to achieve. So I appreciate it. I appreciate it quite a bit. I hope there's a third season. I don't know where they could go with it. Um, It's also a season from what I've seen that uh, Natasha Leone not only was one of the creators along with Amy Poehler, Uh, But she also wrote a bunch of episodes. She directed a bunch of episodes. She was the showrunner for I don't know how many episodes. So she was, like, very involved. And I love that. Because it really feels like a show that you couldn't... Like, there's no other show like this. You know? And I love that we're getting this type of a show. At the same time, we're getting, like, a show like Severance. Which is... Similar in a lot of ways to this show as far as telling stories in very unique ways to to be so accurate with how they're able to illustrate ideas and themes and things like that uh, that I completely love. It's something that movies are not doing at all. Like there is far more creativity in the world of TV making than there is in movie making these days and that's sad because I love I love movies man give me an hour and a half two hour movie that's a banger like the matrix like nothing existed like the matrix until the matrix I mean I guess there was like anime and stuff but not in live action action movies It it literally altered action movies similarly like John Wick did a similar thing Keanu Reeves just very Always attached to things very ahead of his time. Uh, but anyway, I, I absolutely loved season two of Russian Doll. I highly recommend checking it out. Uh, definitely check out season one. I think there are just like 20 minute, 30 minute episodes. So it's easy, easy to binge. But so good. And it's so fun having these types of storytelling tropes like like the, the whole time loop thing being the the kind of uh tool the the template for which the first season was was based on and then this one kind of like quantum leap but very more it's a much more easier transition between the like it, like her ability in the in season two to like control when she's going where like okay i'm gonna go beam back to now i'm gonna go beam back to 2022 Looks like, okay, now I'm going to go beam back to 1982. And then she ends up getting beam back to 62 as well. Um, to see how it all started with with the, uh, the gold disappearing. A lot more control. You don't really second guess it. Like, it's kind of one of those... It's a show where you have to just enjoy the ride. Like, even the show itself, you can you can waste your time trying to break down the minutia of how in everything could logistically happen, or you can just enjoy the ride with the characters you're with. And, uh, I appreciate it. I mean, so many levels to this season and this show. I really appreciate it. So I highly recommend checking out Russian doll season two, uh, start with season one binge through season two and hopefully season three will be a reality and we'll get more of this from i mean whatever natasha leone does whether it's movies whether it's tv shows i've been a huge fan ever since american pie i've always had a crush on natasha leone always i don't care like i don't some people have a thing where certain voices certain accents are turn off for whatever reason her gravelly east coast accent is i mean it fits i'm in love but anyway uh check out the show regardless of my crush on natasha leone uh because i think she's a great artist and she's doing great work and it's also amazing that amy poehler is a part of this um i'm glad that she is like she's part of amazing stuff as well so uh, super stoked for both of those women i uh, highly recommend checking out season two of russian doll on netflix new episodes of the ray taylor show come out every single day subscribe on youtube and everywhere our podcasts are found binge the full week over at inspired slash plus buy ray taylor show merch over at inspired and follow the show on instagram at ray taylor show have a wonderful day everybody peace oh!